Hey, 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 welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. I felt like Fat Albert just then. Hey, hey, hey. He was my favorite. When I was a kid, I had a lunchbox, a metal lunchbox, I'm sure covered in lead paint, but that was my favorite lunchbox. That was one of my favorite shows. Anyway, I want to talk today about how our kids are sponges at all ages. When we do a lot of negative self-talk, we have self-doubt, abusive behaviors, um, when we're self-deprecating or using humor as a defense mechanism instead of being honest about the things that are great about us, um, our children are learning that at all ages. There's never a time when our children aren't learning from us. And that means we're still learning from our mamas and daddies. They're still learning from theirs. And so, you know, when I think about that, <clears throat> I'm often struck, you know, I, I've, I talk a lot about my family, my daughter in particular, and I'm always amazed. She She's just a fantastic human. And I always am kind of like, good gosh, she is like awesome. Where did she come from? And then I'll have somebody who will say, you know, with this look of confusion on their face, you did that. And I'm like, well, my gosh. I mean, sometimes the things that come out of that girl's mouth, I'm like, man, you are wicked smart. And then I have to remember, I did that. I made her that way. And so when the bad things happen and, you know, I'll give the example of, I did not prioritize my health, mental, emotional, physical, nutritional, none of it. And I always made excuses, you know, why I couldn't do things, you know, self-love things. And the excuse was always, well, I have too much to do, or I'm taking time away from the family or money away from the family or resources away from the family. Well, guess what? She learned that too. And, you know, there was a period of time when she wasn't her rock star self and, you know, she was dwelling in the soup and she wasn't physically as healthy as she could have been. She wasn't definitely wasn't as emotionally and mentally healthy as she could have been. And so if you're going to take credit for making them a rock star, you got to take credit for the other stuff too, because your children are always learning from you. And thank God I saw the light one day and realized, and this was back in 2012, I realized that you know, taking an hour away from the family to go exercise at Zumba was not depriving my family of quality me because I really wasn't a quality me. And when I started to prioritize those things, you know, other people would step up and, you know, we joke a lot, but I'm very serious. My husband does 99% of the cooking. I can cook. I am a very good cook. I don't like to cook. I don't like anything about it. 
where he finds it very relaxing. So far be it for me to interfere with his meditation and Zen time. I let him cook. He's a better cook. He likes to cook. His food is delicious. Yada, yada, yada. But, you know, when I was in control of everything, making an excuse for why I couldn't do because I had to do everything. Well, guess what? I would go off to Zumba and I would come home and he would have dinner done or he would have emptied the dishwasher or he would have folded the clothes. And so it was still all getting done. It just wasn't getting done by me. Okay. Well, guess what? It was done great. Was it the exact same way I would have done any of the above? Eh, probably not. But did it matter that he folded the socks instead of rolling the socks? Definitely not. Because the socks got done. That was what was important. And so, you know, when you focus on what really matters, and what really matters is what people are learning from you, what messages you're sending out, what priorities you're demonstrating that should be priorities. People are learning from you those things. And so I use our children as that example, but others are also learning. You don't know what people are learning from you that you're not even meaning to teach them. And, you know, another example I'll give, my husband had a surgery and his doctor came in, she was young gal. And she said to me, Oh, are you his better half? And I chuckled and I said, no, I'm his other half. I definitely married up. Unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. She was a brand new newlywed. And she actually, you know, after his surgery, when she took me into the office to give me the lowdown on how it went, she commented and said how refreshing it was to not hear someone man bash because, you know, it, it gets old and it does. It's, it's tiring. It's awful. Um, but I had no idea. And she said, I just got married a couple of months ago and I thought, oh my gosh, this veteran wife just taught that newlywed another way to be. And I guarantee you, she will not forget that. So even though that is a common statement people make, my, you know, I'm my better half or my other half or my whatever, she heard me not get all uppity, chuckle and redirect the ship towards the positive. And she will take that with her through her marriage and do that again herself. And so other people are learning from you. So what are you teaching them? Are you teaching them to practice self-doubt, to be negative, to, you know, use humor as a defense and not really address the heart issues? Or are you teaching them that it's okay to feel whatever it is they're feeling, but to own it? Are you teaching them that, you know what? Your kids need to learn that health is important and investing in your health is important. Are you teaching them that, you know, by saving and making, you know, 
making an investment in your financial security? Or are you teaching them that credit card debt is okay because everybody has credit cards? Well, here's a newsflash. Everybody doesn't have credit cards. I don't have a single credit card and I have no intention of getting one. My husband travels for work. They've asked him to get a company credit card and he has said no. What that means is we have to be prepared to front his travel costs and then submit receipts and get reimbursed. We would much rather that than to have a credit card. So we've taught that to our daughter. We did the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University several years ago. We appreciated his lessons so much. We taught that to our daughter and we gave her and her boyfriend as a gift, a season, a session or whatever you want to call it of the Financial Peace University where they did this six or eight week class. And that's what we've, we've taught them the value of investing in yourself. So your children, your family, your friends, people you come across, you know, out in the street, they're learning from you. They are sponges. Everybody's looking for somebody to show them the next great thing. How about the next great thing be an investment in yourself? How about the next great thing, making your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health, a priority? How about the next great thing be that you are positive and encouraging and a light to others? How about the next great thing be, you know, laughing at, you know, having two left feet, trying a new dance class or a new exercise class or whatever. You can teach people that as well. And when you do, uh, you know, you're spreading joy in the world. I, um, I used to teach Zumba many years ago. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I am not physically what you would associate with a physical fitness instructor. I don't look it. I don't act it. Nothing about me. But my classes were always full because I was always real and I was always an encourager. And what I ended up teaching those who looked the part was how to grow their classes, what things really mattered to people. Because it doesn't matter if you have a body and can dance like J-Lo. That matters if they want to show. But if they want to participate, they want it to be things that are attainable, things that they can do, things that a 20-year-old and a 70-year-old can do. And I've had all in my class. I had some college students and I had some 70-year-olds all in the same class. And so what I taught them is to do you know, it's okay that maybe you can't do this exact move. Let's modify it. And I, you know, I, I always felt like I had a responsibility to make the class things that the students could needed. It wasn't about me. And so there was once I was teaching a Centau class and, um, that, you know, it's dancing with the chair. It's not like a strip tease or anything, but you do some, you know, 
push-ups and some, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it with your, the backs of your arms. I forget what those are called. Your, your triceps, tricep dips. Well, those are not things that I can do. And so I would show modifications with my dance moves, but I would actually pull one of the, you know, more physically capable students up and say, for those that can do this, follow her. For those who need modifications, follow me. And so we all felt accepted and we all kept moving. Those who needed the, you know, higher level stuff got it. Those who needed the modifications got it, but nobody felt embarrassed or shamed for, or standing around twiddling their thumbs. And so, you know, this is what you're teaching people, society, when you say please and thank you and you hold the door open for somebody, you're teaching society how to do those things. Your coworkers are seeing you when you come to work on time and you give it your all every day. And even when things are going kind of crappy, you're not dwelling on having a Monday five days a week. You know, you're not complaining about, oh, it's a Monday. They all know it. They can all see the calendar. They all know it's Monday. But when you're encouraging and positive and ready to tackle, when you come prepared, they're learning that. So you're in a constant state of people watching you. But what you need to remember is they're emulating your good and your bad. And when you are, you know, negative and critical and gossipy, those people who, you know, swarm to you and flock to you, birds of a feather flock together. There's power in numbers. That's why they do it. So do you really need help with that? Or can you not go the other direction and you don't have to join in on that? Absolutely you can. Absolutely you can rise above the fray. And so that's my encouragement to you is to remember, start young. Your children are learning from you for forever. And what are you teaching them? And if you're not teaching them something you want them doing, don't do it yourself. You know, I don't do drugs. I didn't want my daughter doing drugs. It was a no brainer for me to not do them. Um, I don't smoke. I didn't want my daughter smoking. It was a no brainer for me not to smoke. So, you know, if you are someone who has bad habits or negative habits and you are wondering, scratching your head, going, where are my kids getting this? Look in the mirror, sister. They're getting it from you. Everybody's learning from you. So be better. Do better. Invest in you because you're worth it. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.